0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. What's good, brothers and sisters? It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPN2. Keyshawn, Johnson, J. Will over there. Your man, Freddie, coming in for Max Kellerman over here. The boys are down in Raleigh, North Carolina, together. What could possibly go wrong with Keyshawn and Jay Ooh. will together? Freddie, I already got the, the Red life. Cup life going on this morning. I, I, I'm waiting for the red cup barbecue. Life. You don't know about that life, Freddie. Really? You don't really? know yeah, why about you got, you, you got three of them, by the way. Why you got three? You well, got, got one mouth. You know, why you need three <laughs> cups for it?
1: Because <laughs> I got the coffee in the Red Cup, so I had to you know, triple, <laughs> triple cover. <laughs> oh. Triple cover. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So right, explain to
0: those why you guys down in Raleigh, North Carolina together. know no. Joey. We are
2: doing a uh, promotional tour, I guess that's the way we call it, right? Is we're that, on tour. Yes. Yeah, we're on tour. You nice. know, we've been hitting we've hit up uh Chicago. Chicago, Houston, Memphis. Yeah. Now Raleigh okay. uh will be in New York, Chicago again. Okay. And we're just doing our stops to our affiliates that support us nice. in our areas and Raleigh's one of our uh major, I guess, affiliates. affiliates yeah. Affiliates no and doubt. supporters and the fan base down here is amazing and Jay and I are actually going to, today, go to Duke and um, participate in, you know, some fan activity. He's going to, you know, shoot some hoops. I'll shoot a little bit with him, and we're going to throw a football around or two and just have some fun. Right. right. So,
1: Fred, you know, this is my neck of the woods. I've been living down here uh, since 2007. Mm -hmm. So, you know, playing ball down here, uh, we didn't get a chance to do anything last night because we all got in kind of late on flights and stuff, but... Get a chance to throw out the first pitch today at the Durham Bulls game, nice. uh, Bull City, which would be dope. Take Key, let Key throw some, uh, catch some some balls over at Duke football, okay. which would be the best wide receiver that we've had at Duke in a long time. We'll take it. And uh, uh, prices, time, prices how about th- ever. ever, yeah, that For, could be ever. Spray you know, like was the oh, head yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's talking about-
0: a long time. I rather focus Hell on basketball. I would
1: rather focus on basketball, frankly, Lord um, knows everybody
0: else does down to Duke?
1: Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I get a chance to go over to Cameron Indoor Stadium today, hang out a little bit, and show my neck of the woods, man.
0: Okay. By the way, you guys are at the, at the studios at ESPN ninety nine point nine, The Fan ninety nine, The Fan down in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I, I you got to help me out with this because you guys said you took different flights. Meaning, UK, UJ will, and also James Steele, one of the producers of the show, a man who was afraid to fly, and he was in the Air Force.
1: Yeah how, how does that work, James? You were afraid to fly, but you were in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he really can't respond right now. He just says well, he looks like uh, Thor from Endgame right now. I didn't know the hair was I, so what? flowy. He I calls actually, himself the Fat Thor. Oh, yeah. I did not say that. Just for the record,
2: I actually <laughs> thought he wouldn't make it. Oh, really? Yeah, because he uh, we were on a text little chain going that around. Text little chain. Yeah. As it put, text big chain. Big chain, yeah, little chain, yeah, yeah. Thread, whatever you want right. to call it. A group text. Just, just don't, and,
0: bro- just don't break the chain of the letter. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, just, just don't. don't do just have an iPhone. On
0: the the thread, Freddie. Hey, I'm not getting an iPhone. You can let that balloon go, Junior. They ain't right. about to have He Junior. was, uh,
2: he was leaving from <laughs> up north. Ain't that what y'all say down here? Up north. Up north. Yeah, yeah. They, he was leaving from up north on the East Coast, and I was coming from West, and he left way earlier than me, uh-huh. according to the time difference, but I beat him to the hotel because he was still stuck in Charlotte when I landed in Raleigh. I'm like, are you here? He's like, no, I'm just now, I uh, think I'm boarding. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'll take a nap by the time you get here. So it was like, you know, he had some travel issues. Jay had a little travel issues, okay. you know, and we. it feels like every single time we get on a, a plane – or in an airport, we got a little bit of a travel issue going on.
1: And you can only imagine, Freddie, you know, yeah. Key 6'4, and a half, six five, sit- half, right. <laughs> 6'5, sitting in bulkhead. Because oh there's not
2: too many flights that go
1: from LA to RDU, right? No. Nope. Uh, to Raleigh, Durham. So. Nope. nope. <laughs> just Key for a good four and a half, five hours in the bulkhead, just knees pressed up in the chest. Like, just. Just envision that. It's funny
0: within <laughs> itself to Feeling me. feel like a parent at a PTA meeting to help out your kid and you sit <laughs> at the same desk your kid does in first grade? That's what you <laughs> Hey,
2: Freddie, try this transition. Okay. Whatever works to get me to Raleigh so I can watch the game. That happened last night with uh-huh. the Mavericks beating up on the Golden State Warriors. That
0: was horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> we, give, okay. we give you A for effort. We'll, we'll give you that. You're <laughs> a key shot. J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X Channel 80 as well as ESPN2. You mentioned the game real quick involving last night between Golden State and Dallas. And I don't think anybody's surprised that the Dallas Mavericks won game five. I mean, they made over... 15 three-pointers again, 11th game this postseason. That's the most single postseason in NBA history. I just get the sense, looking at that, that it wasn't as if Golden State mailed it in. Sometimes the team just gets the best U.J. will. Even though Golden State had a 29-point deficit, reduced that to 8 in the fourth quarter for Dallas. Wines winning at 119 and 109. But you talked about something before the show today in terms of this was a game that Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks, specifically him, had to get.
1: Yeah, well, first off, Golden State always tricks off games. They do this, right? So, this is this is in tune with their character. Secondly, we made such a big story about uh, the Denver Nuggets and Jokic, who's a two-time MVP, getting you one game yeah. against Golden State. So, with that being said, I'm like, all right, Luka, you got to give us one game. Now, Luka comes through in elimination games, averaging over 30 points per game. But the rest of the cast came to play last night. So, look, I, I, I like – the fact that they're going to make this uh, respectable, I think this will still be a gentleman's sweep. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought it was a big game for Luka last night and their cast because when you talk about Dorian Finney-Smith, you talk about Maxie Kleber, you talk about uh, Reggie Bullock who had a donut last game. Mm-hmm. Zero points for Reggie Bullock last game. And all of a sudden for him to make six threes, for them to go you know, 17 of twenty from 12 from 20 from the three-point line and you know, make a lot of shots, that's what Dallas needed. But they also got into the paint. And when they get into the paint and they make shots, like that's what the energy is high. That's who they are. They just couldn't – I don't think they can sustain it for a long period of time against the firepower of Golden State. That's what it comes down to. The
2: beauty of it, though, is is Dallas knows what it's about now, and that's important, to be able to go from where you are this year into next year and have some sort of momentum, understanding of what – championship basketball is all about yeah you three one you get a gentleman sweep so to speak but you also understand what it's about like you understand the pulse of the game because you haven't been in this position before now you're in this position when you get back there a year or two from now you make some adjustments in the offseason and now you get back you know what to expect you're not caught off guard so to speak and a lot of young organizations with young superstars go through this. The Memphis Grizzlies will go through this. It took the Boston Celtics several years to get back Mm. to the position that they're in now because they had to take their lumps and understand and figure it out. Now they look like the favorite to a degree to come out of the East because of, the wounds that they had
0: in the past. Well, it's a, it's okay, a sec. Kid. Yeah, go ahead, Go Jay. He's preaching, go. brother. I know he I see really he is. preaching well, this man, morning, I'm brother. I'm
2: just giving you a little facts, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I like you that. can disagree with me if you want mm-hmm. to. No, I don't. I, I agree I mean, with the you. The internet me. probably saying shut up right now, but whatever. I mean, well, I mean, do the internet tells people to shut up internet. all
0: the time. Yeah, have, leave the internet well, alone. Well, you're going to tell me what goes on on social media.
2: I got you. You're going to tell me everything. I got you. I don't look at it. You tell me, and people said stuff to me, so therefore. Freddie Coleman, Keyshawn Johnson, along with Jay Will, along with Freddie, <laughs> Coleman, yeah, along, along with Freddie
1: Johnson. Coleman. Yo, Freddie, your intro videos in the morning. I'm like, yo, how many times you gonna say our names? Why not? <laughs> Do you nah, want me to I'm brand your it. show or not? I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, then.
0: You, I, I get, get, I by the you way, flowers. don't get mad at me,
1: Freddie. Key's the one that brought it up. No, you no, brought, it up. I it up. I brought it up. How did I bring it up? I brought <laughs> it
2: up just now, but you when Freddie was not on in the meeting, Jay. Stop always acting like a chicken. He brought it up. He said that Freddie always goes, Keyshawn. J. Will, Max, I'm Freddie Coleman sitting in for Max mm-hmm. with Keyshawn Johnson,
1: J. J. Williams. Yeah. You see the- you sure that? You said that. I didn't name. say
2: that.
0: From now on, I'll just call you K and J and just call it a day from now on. <laughs> Yo, I that? like that. See? <laughs> K, J, we'll I'm just call it that. a day. Yeah, see, I'm here to help you guys from that standpoint. Yes, By the, hit the guys on Twitter, at Keyshawn, at Real J. Williams, my handle, at Coleman ESPN. We talked about Golden State <laughs> losing game five last night to the game four, excuse me, to the Dallas Mavericks. That series now three to one but Steve Kerr made news as a Golden State Warriors head coach that had nothing to do with game four last night. We'll do that after Jay will has this from Masterworks.
1: I'm Keyshawn, Jay will Max, Freddie Coleman, filling in for Max on <laughs> Hot News Story, talking about one of the best business minds in sports. Regardless of how you feel about how he runs things in Dallas, you can't deny the dude is a baller. That three Super Bowl run was legendary, wasn't it? And he turned his parents' small grocery store into an empire worth billions. So when he puts millions into a new market valued at $1.7 trillion, it's worth paying attention to. Here's the best part, though. Now ordinary people like you and I can enter that same market without needing to own a franchise. Check it out. It's called Masterworks. What they're doing is revolutionary, which is why they've already gotten over 400,000 members on their platform and certified unicorn status. Our listeners get priority access to skip their wait lists. Just go to Masterworks.io and use promo code KJM. See important regulation A disclosures at Masterworks.io/CD. That's Masterworks.io promo code KJM. Masterworks.io promo code KJM. There is no guarantee of profits, and investing includes risk of
3: loss.
0: So what happened yesterday, we got done with the show at 10, Freddie, yeah.
1: right? And my flight was at 2, so I'm like, you know what, man? I don't got no place to go to. I'm just going to go to go to the airport, sit there, try to do some reading. I'm, I'm going to go to the lounge. I'll go to the Delta Lounge. You ever get to the airport, you're like, damn, this airport is packed. I, I need some place to sit down. Mm-hmm. So I get into the Delta Lounge key, and this thing is packed, and I am starving because I have not eaten since, like, 4.45 in the morning. Uh-oh. So I'm like, all right, cool. What we got? You know, we got some food over here, and like, I'm like, we got a buffet line. What the? Got a buffet line? The Delta Lounge? Okay. So, I, yeah. exactly. I'm,
0: I'm like, oh, why no. is the
1: Delta? Why is the buffet line packed? So, I get up there <coughs> and people are doing all that. All over the food. Freddie. like, <laughs> some uh. people got masks on, some people don't. Everybody touching all the utensils, everything. Uh. And then the food is so they got, kid, <laughs> mm-hmm. had some candy yams. I'm like, how? Got candy no. yams at the Delta Lounge. You know they ain't had no candy. They ain't taste nothing like yams.
2: No, they was probably canned yams. Canned yams. Yes. Yeah.
1: And they, they had the coleslaw next to the candy yams with fried rice. I'm like, what the
2: hell? That's not even a proper mixture.
1: And it's all. Amen. And there's no space between any of them. And people using different utensils from one bucket to the. Uh, I can't. Food,
2: you know, they talking food particles. I can, I,
1: and then people want to shake your hands. Oh, I, this is why I. I and I don't well, mean to do this to all, the Delta Lounge, but
2: well, first of all, in this day and age, when you walk in in a buffet line, you should already know <laughs> what time buffet. it is. Yes. Yeah, that yeah ain't I, even, That's I just talked about this the other day when, at the event that I was at. Like you're not. No, I'm not messing around in right. that line in this day and age with people walking by, coughing, food particles coming out of their mouth when they're talking. You just no. don't know. It's just it's too much. And then the line was
1: so long for the buffet line. You had some people that were grabbing chairs your to fault, sit though, down.
2: Because in the Delta Lounge, you can order food at the bar. That's see? your fault. But
1: you know, when you're so hungry, you can't think
0: right. You just see it I and understand. react. That's where I was at, Freddie. I've, I've heard of food coma, never food amnesia. That's a new one. <laughs> That's a and new I'm one. not. A, it I'm, happens. I'm, I'm not a frequently. On this I'm not show. a,
2: a germaphobe like that, but I am. am. Yeah, I am, and I'm not. When I see something that doesn't look right, that's when I, I I have a real issue.
1: Well, it's just a problem. When people cough now, like, I, I'm trying to go back to normal, but I just can't yeah. be normal, yo. You mean like a guy
2: sitting next to me on the plane that coughed oh, a couple no. times? I mean, looking at him like, yo, come on, man. Just,
0: I can't. I can't. <laughs> Let me roll my eyes. By the time we get to three or four, I'm like, I'm a bad person. One of our producers, Pat Costell, never forget when the pandemic first got started. Somebody coughed. I oh, heard Pat go, oh, God, that's all he said. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that, that's you <laughs> key shot. Just raises anxiety, coughed. and I don't like it, Freddie. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't like it. I start sweating. I right yeah. my armpits. I'm like, damn, no, I, don't, I don't worry about it, but yeah. I get it. I don't worry about it. yeah Jay, <laughs> Jay just gave us news <laughs> on the worst barbecue ever at Delta. It is Keyshawn, J. and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, as well as Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. A lot of concentration happening last night in terms of game four between the Golden State Warriors and Dallas Mavericks, but that took center stage not away from what was the news of the day involving the shooting happening down in Texas in which so many young kids were killed at a school by an 18-year-old, even two adults were a part of this whole massacre that happened down in the state of Texas. And Steve Kerr, who knows a lot about this, as the Golden State Warriors head coach, having violence happening to his family, he made a lot of news about what he had to say about the shooting that happened at a school in Texas.
4: Since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here and a and a teacher and in the last 10 days we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in buffalo we've had asian churchgoers killed in southern california and now we have children murdered at school when are we going to do something i'm tired i'm i'm so tired of getting up here and So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings. I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage, you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check. 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power It's pathetic. I've had enough.
0: The words of Steve Kerr, the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, before they played game four last night against the Dallas Mavericks. And Jay Will, so many people have so many different thoughts about this, not only what he had to say, but another mass shooting happening in this country, barely days after what happened in Buffalo.
1: Freddie, we had had two shootings last night in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um... You know, this year in 2022, we've had 212 mass shootings in our nation already, uh, which is uh, so sad. And me, as a parent of a third child on the way, I, I can't, I can't imagine that. You know, um, he has gone through some crazy stuff over the past year, and um, you know that took me to a dark place. Even how he was dealing with that, and for me, I, you know, I agree with Steve Kerr on the HR eight. Um, this bill has been passed twice by the house. Uh, it's been sitting in Senate for a while. Uh, I think that is a step, uh, still doesn't think that cures a lot of the issues around the secondary market, uh, especially from, you know, being where I'm from and, you know, you didn't have to go through any background checks to get stuff like that. Uh, but I, yesterday, even though there was a game played last night, I know we let with that. It was insignificant. That game was insignificant. Mm-hmm. I uh, and I'm I I agree with what a lot of people were saying yesterday. Key, like I, I'm so tired of saying, you know, prayers and condolences, man. Like I, it's like I just want to put things into action to start helping because it feels like we have this conversation over and over and over again. And It reminds me of 2012, Sandy Hook, in Connecticut.
2: Every every year we're going to have this conversation to us fixed. How you fix it, I have no idea, because much like you said, Jay, the secondary market is available to people um, out there. But whatever little bit you can do to fix it, we should try. Um, you know, I, and I understand I'm not a, a gun owner or anything like that. Um, I've been around violence my entire life, growing up as a kid, growing up in South Central Los Angeles, hearing gunshots in the middle of the night, early in the morning, afternoon at school, whatever you want to call it, having been wounded myself as a kid. So I, I, I get it, I understand it. But for me, it's all about a parent having to bury their child. Mm-hmm. That is the part that runs deep to my womb. Having been in the situation myself a year ago, having to lay my daughter to rest, Not the same situation as gun violence, but it's still drug violence is the same to me. There's no difference because when you lose a kid when you're not supposed to at a young age that has not grown fully. Think about those babies. They're babies. They're babies in Texas. They don't, those are kids. They haven't had a chance to even get an opportunity to go fill out an application for a job, to understand what going to college is all about or high school for that matter. And now you're a parent having to deal with that, figure out funeral arrangements, things of that nature. Nobody ever should have to go through that. But because the world that we live in is a mess, we continuously go through this every single year, multiple times, sometimes on smaller scales, not as large as it was yesterday. It's not covered quite the same, but it's still happening. Every single year we have this conversation about gun violence, about somebody that is young getting a hold of a gun and going on a rampage and doing something that no one should ever do. And this is why we sit here now and we try and figure out how to solve the problems that we keep facing every single year, Freddie.
1: And Freddie, sometimes when these stories don't break through, when athletes don't talk about it, Mm -hmm. you know, we try to talk about it it doesn't catch the same kind of attraction, right? Like the, like athletes were talking about Buffalo days later, but it didn't catch the same traction from the national media Mm -hmm. or even Oxford, Michigan. Like it happened, four students were killed there and several others were injured. Didn't catch the same kind of traction. So you know, this is obviously a bigger story, but this has happened so many times that all of a sudden, for most people, it, it becomes like white noise, right. which is even more sad. You know, sad.
2: I, it's, yeah. so, it's, it's, it's weird to me because I was just having this conversation, similar conversation with my wife and in, in kids just the other night at dinner with a family because my daughter is 12 years old, and we're talking about the mall, and, and they think that I'm, like, weird because I won't allow my kids to go to the mall by themselves at all. Like, at all times, I want an adult Mm -hmm. with my daughter and my son, whether it's our own security or whatever you want to call it, they will not be going into a mall by themselves in such due time that I feel they're capable of handling themselves at a certain level because of the fear that I live with every single day. Okay? Every single day I live with that fear that somebody for whatever reason may have a, a, an off day and decide mm-hmm. that they just going to go and, and and take lives, yeah. it scares the living you know what out of me, Freddie. And I just had this conversation the other day. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, you know, at 12 years old, she's like, oh, Dad, you're always panicking. Yes.
0: Yes, yes. yes, yes I parents, am. Parents, that's what we Absolutely do. Absolutely, yes. I will be. Yeah, no doubt about that. More KJM Nicks. Don't go away.
5: slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it
2: done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer.
0: It is Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as ESPN Two. Keyshawn Johnson, oh Jay Williams, y'all. Freddie Coleman, in for Max Kellerman. Always good to talk NBA with the Conference Finals. What happened in Game Four last night between Dallas and Golden State, and what could happen in Game Five tonight in the Eastern Conference Finals involving Boston versus Miami down in Miami. Let's bring in Frank Isola from Sirius XM NBA Radio. He joins the show and hit him on Twitter at the Frank Isola. I'm going to start with last night, Frank. In terms of the Dallas Mavericks, they don't, they win the friends and family game they don't get swept we're going to see a game five involving them in Golden State two nights from now what is it about Luca that he has those great performances when Dallas is up against it in elimination games
3: yeah and I also think when he's at his best he's also sharing the ball a little bit more getting his teammates involved and I think Dallas you know a lot of these teams they tend to take on the personality of their best player sometimes in the case of Dallas I think they take on the personality of Jason Kidd who you know when he when he was playing was as mentally tough as you were going to find and they're now 3-0 in elimination games. So they've done a really good job there. Is climbing up this hill going to be difficult? Of course. It's going to happen one day. Someone's going to come back from 3-0 down. I'm not saying it's going to be this team. But I think there is a mental toughness to, to this team. And I think you know, it was important for Luca because I heard Keyshawn talking about teams taking steps. I think there's a lot of truth to that. And I think a big step was obviously winning a game seven on the road. A big step here is not getting swept, giving yourself a chance. Because at the very least, you put all the pressure Back on the, the the Golden State Warriors, I think if Luka could play the way that he played last night, he's obviously going to be you know the, the focal point. But getting other guys involved, and I thought it was important too. They were attacking the basket more, not just settling for three pointers. And you know they built the big lead, and there they were.
1: Frank, wait. So let me. Do you think Dallas has a legit chance to win the series?
3: No, not really. But okay. at, <laughs> <Okay>. at <laughs> least at <laughs> least they're at, at least they're playing tomorrow. I mean, in, in a couple of days. So that 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 to me is is the important thing and you do at least put some pressure on golden state the way the warriors move the ball and come on man you know the, the core of that team has been through this before the only thing would be can you imagine if it were the, to be the warriors that lose uh, a 3-0 lead mm. after famously losing the 3-1 lead in the NBA finals to lebron and kyrie uh, you know a few years back i don't think that's going to happen i just think they're too good i think Steph curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond will find a way, plus they're at home. It's going to be I, – I, I think the mountain's going to be too tough to climb. But I give Dallas credit. Because, come on, hey, come on. Phoenix in game seven, they tapped out a little bit. Miami, the last game that they played against Boston, they tapped out pretty early. Now, I understand the uh, the Miami game was an elimination game, but give Dallas credit for showing a little bit of fight and at least forcing the series back to San Francisco.
2: No, you, you're, you're right. They probably aren't going to win it, but what if they take them to seven? What if – Oh what boy. if tomorrow night they win and it's three two, and then you get into a game six back in Dallas, and there's a ejection here, a twist ankle there. You know what I'm saying? And you look up, it is like, oh my god! Now, do I think that's going to happen, Frank? Probably not.
3: Uh, uh, you're 100 percent right. I think if you go back to the year that Cleveland won the championship, you know, when we've been talking about how you know poor some of these games have been and really not that entertaining, a lot of blowouts. You know, that finals really wasn't that good until the end of Game 4 when LeBron got into it with Draymond. Draymond ends up being suspended for Game 5 and then LeBron and Kyrie both had, I think it was both had 41 in Game 5. Cleveland goes back, wins the Game 6 and in Game 7, now all the pressure was on the 72-win goal, that was 73-win Golden State Warriors to win the championship, not blow the 3-1 lead, not lose two games at home, which you know they barely lost at home that entire season. That's why I think you know, if Dallas can get one more game here all that chatter is going to start up again because let's face it, a lot of people not only have Golden State in the finals already, a lot of people have them, you know, having a parade in San Francisco. So <laughs> again, I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't underestimate Jason Kidd. I mean, after what happened in Game Seven against Phoenix, that, that was that. You know, to have your team prepared like that to the rigors of what it's going to be like to play a road elimination game against the best team in the league. That told me something about him and that whole program that they have there.
1: Mm-hmm. Frank Isola, Sirius XM, NBA Radio host, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Frank, let, let's go to this Miami Celtics series that we're going to see tonight. Um, do you think – my Miami is so hobbled up between Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry. Do you give the edge to Boston to win this series now?
3: I, I do, but a lot depends. You know, you look and it's already Marcus Smart and Robert Williams are questionable we don't know about Tyler Hero. there's already some reports that maybe he's going to try to play I just don't know if Miami can score enough and I give Jimmy Butler a lot of credit he's clearly not uh, close to 100 mm-hmm. percent. he tried to go out there maybe they should have pulled the plug on him a little bit earlier to get him rested for tonight but you know Al Harford makes such a huge impact in this series look at the you know he wasn't available in game one and they laid an egg in game one he's yeah you know, he's played really well since then I thought he was dominant but for me, Robert Williams, like, he gives him so much trouble yep. around the rim on both ends of the court. He's constantly in and out of line, but I guess he was walking off the court uh, the other night and he was limping again. So yeah. he just seems like he's one of these guys that's always going to have injury issues. But I do give Boston the edge. I still go back to that game six that they won in Milwaukee, You know where Tatum you know, scores 46 points in an elimination game on the road against the defending champs. That tells you so much about him and that team. They're going to have to win one more road game but I, I think I think they're good enough to do it. But I, I would like to see Robert Williams out there,
2: Frank. How, how long have you been covering the NBA?
3: I started covering the Nets way back when when they had when they had a crazy team. Kenny Anderson, Derek Coleman. Mm. Uh, so it's safe. And then, I, then I covered the Knicks for like twenty years. So but it's I've, safe. I've to... seen some good basketball. I've seen some heartache. Yes, you you have? Yeah.
2: No, it's safe to say that you've seen a lot of two two deadlocks in the playoffs. I would assume, right? Yep. Yep. So, so what does what is it that the Celtics need to do to get it to three two and get back into Boston?
3: I I think the big thing for them a can can they keep it close, which they didn't do. Uh, you know, in game in game three, you have to be ready for Miami to give you a big punch early on. I don't think they were ready for it in game three. But I think another part about it is when they're moving the ball, they're such a better team and they're cutting down on the turnovers. Think about the turnovers that they had in game three, and which blows you away. Even during their comeback, when they were down 26 or 27, whatever it was, they continued to turn the ball over, and they still got to within one point. Really, the series, guys, is about Max Struess making that one shot. After Jalen Brown hit that three with about two and change to go in game three, they get to stop there and score. Uh, You know, that that really could change things. And Max Struess in that moment, he he probably wasn't the first guy that you were going to think about hitting a gutsy shot like that that, to me, was everything. So if Boston could cut down on the turnovers, continue to share the ball, that's when they're at their best. That's when they've been at their best all playoffs. Yeah, it helps
1: when they blitz you too offensively. But, Frank, I, you know, a guy, and I'm happy he got a major contract because I thought it was deserving, and I think he's a Swiss Army knife, and the versatility he brings to the table is different than any other NBA player in Bam Adebayo. But what, what is going on mentally there? Because in Game 3, my man took 21 shots. Had 31 points, was aggressive. You loved seeing him attack, especially after not doing that game one, game two. Now, I know they were down early, 18-1 to one in the first quarter, and their starters combined for historically poor performance, 18 points overall. But for Bam to take five shots in game four was mind-boggling to me. Can you help me? Can you explain that to me in some form or fashion?
0: I,
3: I agree. I also think Robert Williams has a lot to do with that. I think very quickly. Yeah, but Frank, five shots, though? Five shots? I I get it. But, you know, last year in the first round, and it got completely swept under the rug because it got swept on the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend in the afternoon, so nobody was paying attention. Mm -hmm. So they got swept by Milwaukee, and and he got dominated by Giannis in that series. So he is a little undersized. You love so much about Bam Adebayo, how hard that he works. You know, every year he seems to be getting better, but sometimes being a little undersized is a factor. I agree five is, is unacceptable. He has to do more. That's why it would worry me about Boston because, again, the one thing about this Miami Heat team, we all know how mentally tough they are. We all know how well-coached they are. You know, Eric Spolster and Pat Riley, they've been through these playoff series a million times. They play all the mental games. You already had Eric Spolster talking about the play that Peyton Pritchard made on Jimmy Butler. all so those little things that go on over the course of a playoff series, play? trying to win kind of the mind games. But he, he needs to play better. I just think that he will – because, and again, I think a lot will come down to Robert Williams, whether or not he's out there tonight.
0: Based on what you just said, Frank, by the way, Frank Isola from Sirius XM NBA Radio and also the S yes Network and around the Horn here on Keyshawn Jabil and Max and ESPN Radio. Based on what you've been telling us, this Intel. Who do you like winning game five tonight?
3: I think it's going to be Boston. I think Jason Tatum uh, is going to have a, a big game. Marcus Smart, it, I, it would help if he's out there again, but they're going to need Robert Williams at uh, at some point i want to ask you guys now a question i want to know from jay if he's the guy in the media that voted kyrie irving third team all nba reveal re- reveal your identity now third team all nba he got one vote one third place vote
1: uh i was not i don't have a vote <laughs> I, can you believe that i've been trying to get a vote for a while I, I i need to have a vote i do not have a vote but Would that you is to pay for that and, exactly
3: now come on now I guarantee you both you and Keyshawn love the fact that it's like an all-out assault now on the media with these awards everyone's saying we have all these biases stuff like that I don't I mean Bam Adebayo was upset that he wasn't defensive player of the year he didn't even play in 60 games that's what I'm saying
1: just you know, playing games and let the rest speak for itself i think frank
2: Frank, I do have a vote for the Lakers, though. I vote that the Lakers go and get Zach Levine. What do you think? Is that a good vote?
3: Well, how many how many knee surgeries has he had? That's what. That's the only thing that would bother me about Zach Levine. And here is another thing too: he only made the playoffs for the first time in his career this year. I'm not saying that oh, that's Frank. his fault. Frank. It, hang on. It wasn't exactly lights out. Nah, you could. I'm worried about all those knee injuries. That would that would be a major concern.
1: I mean, but, Frank, you can make the same case. I mean, how many times, how deep did AD go in the playoffs before he went to the Lakers?
3: That's fair. That's fair. But I am that's the same the, guy. He went had, but, really, but he by. was in the play. But he was, he, in, the he was in the
1: playoffs. I'll
0: give you that. I'll give you that.
2: I'll take and he Anyone around. Frank, I'll take anybody. Every time somebody comes up,
1: yeah, we'll take him. <laughs> sure, he's good. Yes. <laughs> maybe
0: maybe your team needs to stop taking guys that used to be injured with their previous teams and hoping they can get healthy with the Lakers. Maybe your team needs to stop <laughs> doing that when it comes to the Lakers <laughs> trying to advance. Hey, Frank, always a pleasure, my brother. Keep up the great work. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Frank. All right, guys. Keep hey, up so, the great hey, work on the Walls video. Oh, still play? Yes, brother. Right. Thanks, brother. Please Thanks, please brother. Still play? <laughs> Frank Isola joining us in Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Don't forget <laughs> about the NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio, even though Keyshawn's Lakers are not in it. Tune in tonight for Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals as the Miami Heat host the Boston Celtics with that series tied at two. Presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern time on most ESPN radio stations. Key John J. Will and Wax presented by Progressive Insurance. Speaking of Zach Levine, let's talk about one of the other teams in, this, in the city of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still laughing about your whole team at the Lakers from that standpoint. Forgive me for that. The Chicago Bears, Peter King put out a list today. Peter King, longtime NFL writer, does a great job. And he had his rankings for the entire NFL. He has the Chicago Bears. A lot of people love Justin Fields, the quarterback, Keyshawn, all the way down to number 28 behind the Jets, the Washington Commanders, whatever they're called, Seattle Seahawks. You look at Chicago, they got that young quarterback. They have a brand-new coaching staff. We think he's going to have a better chance. But what does it say about that team that they're barely above Jacksonville, Atlanta, Carolina, and Houston, according to Peter King? So you said behind Washington? The, the, Washington's twenty six. Yep. are twenty seven. Yeah, well, they're 25. At the bottom of the barrel, they're, they're, they're four away from being at the bottom. The Bears, according to Peter Jeez. King.
2: I, I get it. I understand what I get it. I understand what Peter is saying, but I don't know that. Look, Justin Fields is this team doesn't have anything right now. They don't really have any playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Justin Fields really is really their their only guy that I see and he's gotta do a lot. Do I think he can? I'm hoping he can. I'm hoping he's the guy who can get nine wins, scare some teams. I'm hoping it looks promising for him as they continue to build toward the future. Cause last year for him was his rookie year. Didn't go, you know, it was he was dealing with Matt Nagy and company and they were dealing with a lot as a staff and it was up and down, but I'm hoping that he can muster enough up to where you see a great promise in his future ahead. That's, that's really all you can say. It's not a good team. It just isn't a good football team.
1: You see, for me, I, I think the Bears not regressing would be a successful season not regressing, Freddie. So they were 6-11 right. last year. Right. Not only did they lose Allen Robinson, they lost guard James Daniels. They yep. lost Alex Bars, tackle Elijah Wilkinson, You know, running back Damian Williams, wide receiver Jakeem Grant. They've lost a lot of pieces. So you look at this division, you look at a new coach, a new GM and Ryan Poles, spoke to him the other day. There's a lot of movement going on. So I think, you know, look, Chicago Bear fans don't want to hear this, but if you can get back to six wins... Or somewhere slightly yeah, above yeah, that, I like mean, that's yeah. a, that's a step in the right direction considering the pieces yeah, they've lost.
2: Absolutely, if you can win six, seven, I'm hoping nine, just because he does some magical stuff in two or three games, and all of a sudden you see, well, oh, okay, he's growing up before our yes. eyes. If he could take a Jalen Hurts, so mm. to speak, step, right, not get him into the playoffs, but you know how Jalen Hurts kind of did right. some stuff that made you go, wow, okay, well, right, he might got. And that's what I want to see. Okay. Although Jalen Hurts had a little more pop on the offensive side in terms of what they were doing in terms of playmakers, he doesn't have that, but just a little bit. Just a little bit. That's he, all.
0: He's going to go through a second rookie year compared yes. to Jalen yes. Hurts. Because no, Jalen, well, he's going to go through a first, first rookie year. Exactly. You're right. Yeah, right. That, that's very fair because in terms of whatever was going on last year in a lame duck situation with a coach and a general manager, it's really hard to do anything at your job. When you got all those clouds around you that you have to deal with and all the way they're looking for you to be the guy. So yeah. at least he has that baseline where you got a coach coming in that's going to believe in you from the jump. when it comes to Matt Eberflus, You got Lou Getz; he's an offensive coordinator. You get a chance to grow together with the Chicago Bears. If anything, he has a better chance. It may not show up in the record. Yes. But at least he has a better chance to have any kind of success because now everybody is reading the same book. Now I got one guy reading War and Peace and another guy reading the Bible in Chicago. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> reading the same book, and that's only gonna be good for his development, mm-hmm. not just this year, but going into the future.
2: Freddie, when when you're young and you're a rookie and you're on a bad team and you're supposed to be the guy, and you get bad coaching, Ooh. and it's like just bad. It's a bad situation. And you know the coach probably is going to get fired like they did last year. I've been through that as a rookie, okay, where I knew the coach wasn't coming back. Yeah, I saw but it. I also knew that he probably should have never had the damn job to begin with. It, it's just a different – and then all of a sudden you get a coach that actually knows what he's doing. And I don't know if Eber knows what he's doing or not. I'm assuming he does. Mm-hmm. And even if he, even if he doesn't at this point in time, I'm willing to give him an opportunity and a chance to show me that he's capable of trying to get it turned around. It'll be a world of a difference for Justin Fields and company if that's the case. But when you're on a bad team, Jay, Dog, I, you got bad coaches, <laughs> ain't nothing you can do.
1: I was on a bad team in Chicago. And I yes, think when it's – You didn't say Freddy. bad
2: coaching, <laughs> oh, no. Bad coaching. We
1: were in the triangle. We had a guard-oriented offense. You uh-huh. tell me about it. Anyway, all I'm saying, though, and Freddie, we used to have these conversations with my agent all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, look. We're not sure the coaching style is going to change right now. It may in the future, but the most important thing for you is to continue to show that you are getting more comfortable on the court. So for Justin Fields being more comfortable in the pocket as a quarterback on the field and showing progressment, his completion percentage, increasing that right? Like, I think that's the biggest thing you're looking for if you're a Bears fan. You want to know that, hey, my quarterback is moving in the right direction. And if we can surround him with the right pieces and we're establishing the right foundation, regardless of how many wins that equates to, we feel like we're moving in the right direction.
2: This is a burn year. Yes. You burn this year. It's a burn year. That's all. You you, you burn this year. You try to show progress. You get better. You compile some draft picks. You draft better, free agency better. You get some money. 2023 is a much better year for you. Then now you start to look to 24 and 25 because mm-hmm. there's no stress right. from a contract standpoint on making any decisions on Justin Fields right now anyway. So you just want to build
0: toward the future. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Meanwhile, Peter King, his top five teams, part of his football morning in America column. He has Buffalo number one, Chargers number two, Oof. Chiefs number Ooh. three, Rams number four, Green Bay five, Tampa Bay six, Cincinnati seven, Baltimore eight, Philly nine, and San Francisco ten. He is Philly nine. Wait, hold on, man. Where he he got got New Orleans?
2: Where does not where he got? Where he got? (laughs) Where does (laughs) where he got? Whatever. (laughs) Every now and then, every now and then, some of it come out. So let me (laughs) let me me get back to the Kings' English, (laughs) so to speak. Where does he have? Where
0: does he have the New Orleans Saints? He has the Saints right now in his top. 15. He has them at number 15. Oh, no, he, no, he doesn't. He has the New Orleans Saints, as I'm looking through his list. He has the Saints at number 11. Oh, okay. Number so 11. there
2: is no okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah why that's... is it not okay?
0: Well,
2: because Michael Thomas is back healthy. He's at OTAs doing Ooh, his deal. You know what this Chris is. Chris Olave is drafted, That's a home run hitter. They just signed Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. Landry. Camaro be back. The mm-hmm. defense got better. They just signed Honey Badger. Okay. You know what this is, King? Like, come on, man. This Stop. Is, this man. You
1: know what this is. Yeah. What is, this, is this is this Jameis Winston.
2: Peter, call me.
1: This is Jameis Winston. People aren't sure that he's going to be the guy.
2: He was good. Well, I know his knee issues, but he was fine prior to his knee.
1: But you can see that. You can have them just... But I mean, how, like, you
2: have, how you gonna have Baltimore ahead of him? You don't even know what Baltimore has. But what?
1: if you're New Orleans, I'd rather be they on got the got outside. Bunch of dudes I, with
2: ACLs and everything. You feel me, Freddie?
1: If I'm Baltimore, like, yeah. well, excuse me, if I'm New Orleans, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are projecting them to be that team. Yeah. I don't want those projections yet. I, I, r- I You know what I mean? I'd rather have less expectations and then.
2: But I'm speaking from a nepotism fan base yes. standpoint got got with it. my family. Right. I, mean, I need to feel yeah. where New Orleans is at. Okay. I just need yeah. to see that. That's
0: fair.
2: Because it it if, if you think they got Tampa Bay's number in the regular season every year, I think Tampa Bay going to be in one spot, and he's not, they're not even in the top 10. I'm with you on that. No, yeah.
1: man. That, uh, yeah.
0: Peter, call me. But Don't worry. We're going to talk to Peter King at 810 Eastern time, so you won't have to call him. You'll get a chance to call Good. him out about the Saints being 11. Yeah, I will that's say, right. I will say about the Saints' defense, they got a bunch of filthy McNasty's over there on defense. <sighs> and if those guys can play anywhere near, and Winston, whatever he does with the kind of weapons that they have, that's a team that could be a top three, top four team potentially in the yes.
1: NFC. Freddie, by the way, a lot of pressure on the Chargers now. All that stuff with Brandon well, Staley last year and all the analytics yeah, here, we're going to find out this year.
0: Well, to me, there's he no pressure the out of you know, the playoffs, man. Yeah, there's no pressure on Justin Herbert in my opinion because that guy's an elite quarterback. I didn't say Justin Herbert. No, that's said what Brandon I'm saying. The, the, the coach, because the coach, in my opinion, lost in three or four games last year. In my oh, opinion, oh man, he must have
2: been listening to me a couple weeks ago.
1: And you got Justin Maybe. Herbert in the you know Maybe. the preseason odds in the yeah. MVP conversation yeah. Yeah. Uh, people saying that you know statistically mm-hmm. he is doing things that are in the top tier sure of quarterbacks in the NFL I right love, now. Two, I uh, love G-G Jay. Kansas people.
2: Jay, in that division. I got God, Max Kellerman every day. I love, love Jay because Jay say people. No, Max Kellerman. Yes. <laughs> he you know don't name. Max said it. He, he, you know? Our co-host. Yes. Is Jay protecting the show. Yes. No. Max
0: protecting the show.
3: Put his name on it.
0: Statistically, though, he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong, Freddie. We'll see. Key put his name on it by you should not be excited (laughs) about the Mavericks picking up a win in the Western Conference Finals. That's next with Key, J and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN
4: Radio.